Hi, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Embrace the Madness. This is Madeline here with another episode of the beautiful podcast all about how to live intentionally and change your life and live for yourself. So if you're just now tuning in for the first time, last week I talked about myself, my background, um, why I kind of started my blog and how it transformed into this podcast. So you didn't really miss anything. If you want to go back, it's about 18 minutes, so super short. I suggest you check it out. If not, we're about to get into some existential things this week and talk about what we're doing here. So let's begin. I will say that, let's see, this could be, since it is existential, I think it kind of intertwines with a lot of religious and spiritual things. And so I just want you to have an open mind while you listen. I do just want to offer the disclaimer that you might disagree with some things that I'm going to say, and that's okay. I'm offering you my experience and how I understand the world. So like I said, just keep an open mind. I don't think I'm going to say anything uncalled for, and I don't want to, and I don't want to disrespect anybody. So to start thinking about why being intentional with your life is important, it kind of reminds me of, well, why would it be important? What's the meaning of life? What's our purpose? Stuff like that. But more importantly, it kind of makes me, what are we even doing here in the first place? And I understand us to have evolved from smaller, less complex organisms over time. Others believe that God created each individual as its own organism. Some people do believe that evolution can coincide with their religious views But I think the main thing that is important to remember and keep in mind is that something of a higher nature was the mother of creation. And I think that even though we can have different religious ideas and beliefs on how we were created, that we can all agree on the fact that There's something bigger than us on an energetic level that decided our existence was to be. And that can be God, that can be the universe, source, it can be anything you want to call it. But I I support evolution and the Big Bang and It just makes sense to me because if you really think about it, evolution is all about changing behaviors and structures in order to increase your survival in your environment. And it's a very slow thing. It happens over time. I think it can happen definitely on an individual level, but for the most part, it takes place over generations. 
But the way I understand it is that we began as very, very, very small unicellular organisms. And as our environment was changing, I mean, things were just happening. Our atmosphere was being created. Water was being created. All of those things were just happening. And so, so many things were changing in the environment. And I believe that over time, as the environment changed, so did the structures of the little guys. And I mean, even looking at like, you know, how tadpoles, they have legs part of their development. And just even just noting that some organisms moved from water to land, that's evolution. Looking at giraffes, how they over time needed to get to the higher parts of the trees. And so their necks grew longer over time. These, this is happening over generations. But to me, that makes sense on how we can change for our environment. And even looking at us as humans now, you can tell that we've evolved brain structures that you can't, that you don't find in um, less complex organisms. And the way I see it, and you can see it like in plants and even, even in the unicellular organisms, they had this structure that could detect the light. And since the sun is the center of our solar system, I think that a lot of our functionality is based around the sun. And even, even, even our skin needing vitamin D and stuff like that. It kind of sounds like I'm jumping all over the place, and I think I am, but I think I'm just trying to illustrate this idea of how us as organisms are always, always improving, always doing things better, and essentially always growing closer to the light. And you can look at that on like an organism level, but also what I think is super cool is how like that higher power and God you can almost look at God as light and how on a spiritual level, we are growing and evolving and changing in order to get closer to God um, or the universe or whatever your higher power is. But I just think that's pretty cool. And so I think what was something that helped me understand evolution more and understand our role as humans was taking this animal behavior class in college. And of course, it's what you would expect. We learned about animals and their behavior in nature, the predator and prey relationship, what they did as communities, how they did their little songs and dances and feather parties for attracting mates, stuff like that. But it made me realize that we are just more complex human. I mean, animals, excuse me. Because we do the same thing. We fluff out our feathers for mating. We are here together in groups. There's some sort of predator-prey relationship and, you know, just stuff like that. But going back to evolution, our environment was changing. And so we had this need for evolving these brain structures to help us think about more complex ideas, how to increase our bonding, which would further increase our survival through emotions and 
bonding with our mothers, but also bonding with others and creating that emotional connection to kind of like help, help each other and help each other to live longer, essentially, I guess. And even consciousness. And that's something that's really crazy to think about. Just having that awareness of our thoughts and our feelings and ooh, it gives me chills. But kind of understanding that we are just animals almost is forgiving in the sense that sometimes we're going to get hangry and sometimes our bodies are going to revert to that primitive mode where we're like, okay, we need food. I don't care what's going on. And that's just us being animals. But I think that with our evolved structures where we can think and stuff, that's what sets us apart a little bit. We're just more complex, higher thinking. I don't think that evolution is pointless. And I say that meaning I don't think that we just evolved feelings and bigger brains for no reason, you know? So I I contemplate what what it means that we have them and why we evolved them and things like that. And I also think that obviously they're there for a reason. And so I think it's important that we utilize those cool features about ourselves. And I think it's kind of like our responsibility too. And I feel like there's a lot of people that are still kind of living in that primitive um, primitive state where they're just worried about what they're going to eat, blah, 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 having babies, stuff like that. And I think that's totally fine. I think if that's the life you want to live, then I'm proud of you for living it. I just don't want our biological definition of procreating and increasing our lifespan to necessarily limit us, if that makes sense. Like, we're having this whole revolution of, oh, well, I don't have to have children if I don't want to. And I think that's cool. I think that's totally cool. I do think that in some instances, someone's going to have to have kids so we can (laughs) keep our species going, but it doesn't seem like that's a problem right now. But I do think that following this path of evolution and using our structures is important. And I think that means tapping into our feelings. And I think that all of this will help us grow and get closer to the light. And so when I was talking about humans being just like bigger, complicated animals, that helped me understand that, yes, we have limitations. And no, we are not perfect. There's no way, one, we can barely even fathom who or what created us. So how are we going to have the intricate intelligence to know and to understand on that level? 
of whatever created us. So I guess what I'm saying by all this is we're not perfect and that's okay. Like that, the fact that we are human makes us not perfect. And I think that almost gives a little bit allowance for mistakes and failure because we're not, we didn't create this whole crazy entire universe. And so I don't know. It just helps me understand where we're coming from on that level and offers a load of compassion for myself. And that being part, that being human means mistakes are going to happen. And it doesn't matter who you are or what you're doing, like you're going to make a mistake. You're just, you're just not, you're just not at that level. And it's okay. Like, it's okay. It just is. No one's at that level. And what's really important that I'm learning is it doesn't mean you're not good enough either. It doesn't mean you're not worthy. It just means you're human like everybody else. And understanding that, I don't know, just like, it's like a trip to breaker in my life. And I'm smiling as I say this because I'm laughing because... I don't know why it took so long, but anyways, so yeah, we're just humans. We're just little guys on this big old planet. It's okay. Everything's going to be okay. And because we are these organisms, we still have to deal with the circle of life. And you can see a plant will start from a seed It will grow and grow and grow and grow into this beautiful flower. But then the flower has to wilt and the flower has to die. And unfortunately, we are not the exception. We start as a little seed, grow in our mommy's tummies, start as a little baby, grow up, become grown-ups, which sounds really scary. But then we get old and we die. And it sounds really blunt, but I mean, it just is. And I think the faster we can understand this and realize this, then it kind of just gets that weight off our shoulders. Because I mean, if you look at it, how long do we live? Maybe, maybe 100 years if we're lucky and healthy, like maybe. If you look at a hundred years in the span of billions, like that is no time at all. Literally like a hundred years, it's nothing. And I guess here's where the nihilism comes from. But like, to me, that means that it doesn't matter. And I know that's, it's like sad and scary. Like, it's, it's hard to come to terms with for sure. Like I feel you. I feel you super hard because it sucks. It sucks to know that we're going to die one day. But like I said, like the sooner you realize that that's just part of life, I think the easier it becomes. But this is also why I'm making this podcast is because we don't have very much time. We literally have 
a limited amount of time to do what we want in this life. And this is kind of getting into the next podcast territory, but, and I'll definitely talk about this. It just starts, you just start thinking about what's our meaning and what's our purpose and what are we doing here? And if we're here so short, like what, what the heck? Does our existence even matter if we're going to be gone? And yeah, like I said, that's where the podcast, the whole origin came from. That's what we're going to do. And I think that through living intentionally, we learn how to live for ourselves. And since we don't have very much time, I think it's super important that we do what we want and get what we want out of this life. And we cannot worry about anyone or anything else. And I mean, that's still something that I'm <laughs> learning how to do because it's it's hard. And maybe we can talk about that another day. But I just have to remind myself that it doesn't matter what anyone thinks. Like, we're literally going to be here for such a short time. It doesn't matter. It shouldn't matter. They don't really know what's going on either, so who cares? But I think that if we can accomplish, like, cool things, then I think that just creates this whole, like, oh, yeah, I'm so proud of myself. And I really worked so hard on creating this life that I am in love with. And I think it just helps us to create that for ourselves and know that we didn't live this life in vain. Yeah. So on another note, kind of going back to that idea of creation, I see our universe as this one big energy. And if you believe in God, I think the way I understand it is if God created everything and everything was made in God's image, then everything is also a part of God. And I think that is so magical. And I think that being smaller parts of this bigger, greater whole is like, hell yeah. I am part of this super awesome thing. And that's living inside of me every day. We share energy, DNA, whatever. We share the same life force as whatever created us. And the fact that it is so big and so brilliant, whatever it is, something, someone, a force, I don't know. But just the fact that we can say that we are part of that is so cool to me. We have this innate divinity and it's almost just saying hey if this whatever created us is perfect and intelligent and divine and we're just smaller pieces then we are therefore the same just by existing and being part of that bigger idea we are perfect and we are whole and we're wonderful and awesome and powerful and oh it's just it's just so invigorating to like understand 
And I think that it's so important that we channel this idea when things are getting hard. And I mean, I don't, I still am just like kind of creating, writing, whatever, figuring out what my idea on spirituality and our existence is. But I don't know, like something thought it was a good idea that I am alive and I think that's super cool and whether it was God or nothing or I don't know I mean hell like I don't know it just makes me really happy and grateful and I think that that's kind of our like give uh not giveaway wait I think that's the takeaway from this whole thing is if something deemed my existence to be valid and whatever then uh I'm gonna show my gratitude and live the best life that I can you know like thank you thank you for deciding that me getting a chance to be on this earth was a good idea like thanks I'm so humbled and I know it sometimes it's hard to realize that but that's something that spirituality has offered me it's just reminding me that I'm worthy and reminding me that I'm bigger and part of this awesomeness. And we can totally talk about that more too. And coming from this kind of idea where we are parts of this bigger whole, well, us being humans, we forget that. We forget that we are from this bigger, better source. And I think that that's part of our biology is that we have ever since like the beginning of creation, going back to the whole like evolution and whatever and making sure that we ensure our survival. Well, the whole idea of evolving these structures where we can say, okay, I have to protect myself. I need to make sure I don't die this is good, this is bad, this is part of me, this is not part of me, this is in the outside environment, uh, stuff like that. Well, so for us as humans, we've evolved, like our whole sensory systems, that is to protect us, to distinguish between our environment and ourselves. And I think that it is totally a defense mechanism. We want to make sure that we can say, oh, this isn't this isn't part of me. This needs to go away. This is bad for me. La la la. Well, this whole idea of being separate from our environment also kind of contributes to the fact that we forget where we came from and we forget our greatness and we forget that we are still whole, still perfect, still awesome. And on this whole level of consciousness, now we can think about it. And so if you've ever heard of like your ego, this is what it's doing. The ego is trying to protect us just kind of on that cognitive level. And so now that we are just like living these crazy complicated lives and we've got feelings and blah, 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 
well, we're not like worried about like predators coming to get us, like lions and like we're not we're not like constantly on the defense. But now that we like have social media and our self-esteem and stuff like that and just like our ego creates this idea that we are in danger, but our bodies can't tell the difference. And it sucks because it's like you have to realize that your ego is just trying to protect you. But it's causing all this crazy stuff and getting in the way of us living our lives and telling us all these stupid lies that aren't true. You can tell I'm a little salty. But I think it's like important to understand what the purpose of the ego is so that we can understand it and integrate it into our lives because it's not going anywhere. And I don't think that it needs to go anywhere either because if you don't have any ego, then I'm not really sure. I think it, like it's just part of, it's part of us being human. But with, with the way we are living today, like we're letting our egos run our lives. And it's just doing that to remind us of our separateness and to keep us safe, like I said. But because of this, we forget that we are part of that bigger source. And because we're constantly reminded of this separateness, we just don't, we're just not feeling it, you know? But I think what is important to realize too is that since we are all humans, that we're all dealing with it. We all have our egos. We're all trying to protect ourselves. And it just is. And with that being said, it would make sense that everybody's dealing with this idea of, oh, I'm separate or I'm not part of that or I'm not whole and I'm not good enough and I'm not worthy and don't belong. And understanding this fact helped me to understand that we're all dealing with this and I understand it to be just part of being a human like that's some weird karma that we have to deal with while we're here but when you realize that suffering is universal it kind of helps you realize that you're not alone And that everybody has to deal with these things. And I think that it means we need to work together. And we need to help each other remind each other that, yes, we are suffering. But so am I. And I'm here for you. A hundred million thousand percent. So looking at where we are now today in 2019, whatever, whatever. All this talk about evolution and animals and organisms and whatever. Well, now we're here and we've got governments and religion and skyscrapers and McDonald's and podcasts and all this stuff. Well, With all this stuff about the ego, you can tell that somewhere something got off track. We've got politicians in office now who don't care about 
the rest of the country, and this isn't just America, this is all over the world. We've got people in power who are so driven by greed and money that they forget that we're all in this together. And I think it's so hard to live now with all these systems that are just ingrained. They're just ingrained. And I don't know, maybe I'm a conspiracy theorist, but part of me wonders if like they want to create this idea of forgetting about our our truth, our, our original existence and stuff. And maybe not. But I don't think it's like some like random thing that, I don't know. It just drives me crazy. But it's okay. Like, it just, it is the way things are. And I think that by reminding each other of our perfectness helps us to gain the confidence in order to change things. And God, like, there's so much conditioning that's happened too. And we're finding ourselves kind of throwing all that into question now, which is pretty cool. But it just is kind of overwhelming when you realize how much work there is left to do. Like you're just like, holy, I don't even know where to start. It just seems so intense. But I think that realizing all of these things about our existence, about our suffering, I think that, like I said before, we can wake up to this and we can turn to our neighbor and turn to our friends and turn to our family and turn to our fellow humans and say, look, here's where we're at. We want to create this better future for each other. Let's work together and we can literally create our reality and we can grow in love and consciousness. And I do think a lot of people will be like, oh man, she's like super optimistic. And I know that it's going to take for freaking ever. But I don't think that means that it shouldn't happen. Like, I think that it will just create a better world. And I think by learning to manage ourselves on an individual level will help change things. You know, that quote, be the change you wish to see in the world. Yep, that's it. Whew. Yeah. So that's kind of where I'm at with all of that stuff. And... Maybe some of those things were inspiring to you, and maybe some things made sense, and maybe they didn't, and maybe you have more questions, which is awesome. But with all that being said, okay, here we are in this world. Well, what does that mean for us next? And I think that's where you begin to think about meaning and purpose, and so... With next week's episode, we're going to talk about that. What is our meaning and what is our purpose and our role in the universe? Well, long story short, I think that we are the creators of that meaning. And we get to kind of like create this, transform this blank canvas into a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful um, expression of art. And I will touch on how much responsibility that means. Like, you are the author of your whole life. Like, what are you going to do with it? 
I'm still wondering what to do with mine, but I think it's cool that we think about these things and talk about these things. And yeah, so next week I'll talk about that, why it's important to be aware. Uh, Also, you have to be super accountable. What might the unconsciousness create instead? But really just kind of like hammering down the whole point of this podcast and why it's super important to live intentionally. But I think that's probably all I have for this week. Um, Thanks again for tuning in. I can't wait to see where this goes. I'm super excited that you guys think it's cool. And I wouldn't be here without you. So tune in next week and we will talk about more existential things. This is Madeline with the Embrace the Madness podcast. Thanks so much. See you later. Bye. Thanks again for tuning into this week's episode of Embrace the Madness. Don't forget to subscribe so you can learn to live your best life.